There is a really amazing story in the New Testament book of Luke. You probably know it. Uh, it's called The Prodigal Son. I tend to call it The Forgiving Father. Uh, it's the story of the young man who rebels and runs away, but then he comes to his senses, he goes back to his dad, and the father welcomed him home with open arms. In that same way, God welcomes us back when we turn away from our sins and return to him. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage department here at Focus. And um, let's hear a clip now that features Mark and Jill Savage, as they uh, shared very candidly about how Mark was going to file for divorce. He was having an affair. He thought their marriage couldn't be restored. But on one Easter Sunday, Jill encouraged him to obey God instead of his flesh. And here's Jim Daly with more. You know, Mark, what's really revealing there, and I think this is so true, and I mentioned it a moment ago, Jill, with your heart. You know, women tend to look at, okay, what did I do wrong? And men do what you did. Hey, the list is too long. You have blown it. It's mm-hmm. our ego, I think, just that male yeah. ego. Oh, hey, yeah. this problem is you. Yeah. And, you know, oh. until we get that list figured out, I'm out of here. Right. I mean, and guys, you're hearing it right from Mark. That's exactly the opposite of what God wants us to look at ourselves, mm-hmm. that log. I said speck mm-hmm. earlier, but mm-hmm. that log in ourselves, our own eye, mm-hmm. to look at our own list. Mm-hmm. And did you feel that that finger in a good way coming back at you? Listen, there may be that list, but that's tomorrow's news, buddy. Right. Today's news is your list. I, uh, I found myself so overwhelmed with all of it that what I felt was God, like a dad, a tender dad, mm-hmm. reaching down to his toddler son who had fallen into this mud pit and helping him out. Wow. And um, I needed it. Uh, I didn't have, I had two men in my life who were my dad and they were unhealthy. I didn't have a good view of God. And all of a sudden, the real daddy God was reaching down and saying, Mark, I'm going to help you out of this mess. And in my desperation, I said, Please, I'm with you. Mark, I think this may be the question for the men listening. Yeah. How do you recognize that? How do you know the Father's talking to you? How? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're in a mess. Right. Maybe that guy listening is in that mess, and he doesn't know up from down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. And to be able to open your heart up and say, Dad... I need to hear from you. Right. I mean, how do you get there if you're stuck and you're not hearing clearly? Mm-hmm. I know it's a really tough question. Well, my first thought is when you're in such a mess and you have a healthy thought, it's probably not from you. Right. It's probably wow. the Lord. And in that moment of desperation, because I was so bound by the list, I just knew it was the Lord saying, Mark, give me the list. Trust me with the list, and I'll take care of the rest. And he did. By the end of the day, uh, well, for one, I attended church for a while. Uh, I looked to Jill after I voiced that prayer, and I said, can I go to church with you? And Yeah, it it was uh, pretty. I was like, yeah. And I had watched... That was an obvious change in his... Well, I watched yeah. the change That's great. in front of my eyes. Wow. I mean, sometimes people will say, how could you begin to rebuild trust again? But when you've actually seen someone throw up the white flag of surrender yeah. and actually 
do it in front of you, which I was so grateful I got to witness that. Now, I didn't trust. I didn't trust him. And remember, this is the guy that's gone back and forth seven times at this point in time. So, but at the same time, I'd never seen what just happened. But what's interesting, what you're describing is you had hope. Hope was being rekindled. Maybe not trust, but you had hope. That's critical. Yes. That's like the first step to getting there. And uh, wow, you guys, this has been so good. Aaron, we do have some people listening. They've lost hope after being betrayed in their marriage. Um, Speak to the person who just doesn't see any light. How do you encourage him or her? I would say, John, it's so important to wait well. Wait well. Wait well. As you are waiting for something to change and for God to speak to you, um, it almost becomes an individual spiritual discipline between you and God. And and what that involves is how do I surround myself with godly people who are going to turn my eyes to him amidst the pain, the rejection, the betrayal? Hmm. Um, You know, talking to God about, gosh, I feel so hopeless. Look at Psalms and the lament that is is continued throughout Psalms. Um, So, you know, really doing that, you know, and keeping your heart open and letting God do that in you. You know, when your heart shuts down, everything changes when it opens back up. Um, I was just working with a couple and the guy said, you know, I entered into this conversation last weekend thinking there was no hope. And he was having a conversation with his wife. And the minute she was tender with him and apologized, he said, my heart flooded open Hmm. and I had hope. So it's, it's looking at where's your heart at and you control the state of your heart, but then also get support from a professional counselor, a licensed Christian counselor who can walk with you individually. And you tell them, you know what? I want to wait well. Can you help me do that? Mm, That's really good. And if you're thinking I can maybe do that, I can find a little thread of hope maybe uh, by talking to somebody, then please know that um, we would be happy to make a referral to our trusted Christian counselors. We have a network of people around the country And uh, our own counseling team is available for an initial conversation. Um, Just call 800, the letter A in the word family, 800-232-6459. We'll also have a link with more information in the show notes. And I think you'll be encouraged greatly, uh, as you probably have been through the testimony that Mark and Jill have been sharing, in the book that Jill has written called Your Next Steps. And we'll send that to you if you can just make a generous donation of any amount, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Partner with us as we reach out around the world to help families, and in particular to help couples stay strong or rebuild after a breach has occurred, as was the case for the Savages. Uh, Donate, and we'll send the book to you. The details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll be hearing from author Melanie Shankle about choosing love even when you don't want to. On behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team here, thanks for joining us today. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.